Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where I come up with five. (laughs) 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 Wow. Is that a deeper truth that just emerged? Is that... <laughs> wow, this has gone off the rails oh. fast. <laughs> the show where we come up with, with five, five sketch, sketch ideas, ideas, Alistair. The, the show where Andy comes up with five sketch ideas and I say some words along the way and can get my initials no, on those Alistair. scripts. No, Alistair, what it is is that our collective consciousness has finally achieved um, vocal, vocal, like talking age. That's right. We don't that need speaks through me. We don't need to keep pretending like we're two it's people. Separate identities. Oh, it's it's, it's annoying. We have the same body of work. Makes sense. We'd have the same mind. Exactly, and we're one polygamous man mm. with m- children from different mothers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I think if we could, it would probably help for tax purposes mm. if we could somehow consider ourselves. This will be the new frontier. Yeah. Yeah. If we're talking rights, mm. this is a new thing. People, uh, you know, slippery slopes. Yep. You know all these slippery slopes? Yeah. Right? Well, I reckon the next slippery slope, right, once we start doing stuff with like, uh, you know, gender and stuff like that, yeah. next it's going to be like the, the individual, the concept of the individual is going to go away. Right, it's what it is. It's going to be called. It's going to be micro communism, mm. right? It's where two people identify as a collective, sure, right? and yeah. they no longer have uh, any sort of individual. It already happens in a lot of relationships, I think. I mean, I think, I think even if formalizing you, it. even if you just replaced yourself with a shell company, mm. yeah, you know, I mean, like like shell, like shell, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm basically an empty vessel. Yeah. So I may as well have a like you know a sort of a disposable shell company front mm. that. But then, it, but then, can other people sort of conglomerate under your shell company? Pardon right? me. Um, and 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 you know maybe for tax purposes, maybe also for uh, the ability to sort of avoid individual responsibility for say if somebody dies at your workplace. Mm. So that. Yeah, I I just want it to be so that like let's say I'm trying to leave, you know, I want to leave a relationship or something like that, mm. that technically it's my shell company that's that's left and I that's haven't right. wronged you at all. Or possibly you could even leave the shell company there mm. and just you 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 quit the shell company. Exactly. Technically you were in a never, never in a relationship with me. You were in a partnership with a shell company yeah. registered in the Cayman <laughs> Islands. I'm not breaking up with you. I'm, I'm, I'm quitting. Yeah, I'm resigning. And that is, 
And, and that is perfectly acceptable for me to do mm. via email. Yeah, and, and the people of... That's been determined by the Fair Work Commission. Absolutely. I'm on solid ground here. And so don't think of it as a breakup in any regard. If anything, I think my replacement, whoever will step into mm, the, the role, show, the role uh, you know, will we'll be equally as qualified to, yeah. to do whatever it was that I did with you. <laughs> Obviously, nothing very good. Yeah. I mean, there, look, there could be a sort of a crossover period where I, for two weeks, I shadow them and show them everything mm. that, that you like and don't like and things like that. Oh, a handover. A handover. Yeah. Yeah. You, I'll put together a document, mm. some templates, exactly. you know, for the kind of text messages we send. I mean, it's not a crazy idea to do it's that not with... not a crazy just, idea at all. To do that with pe people. You know, like... You can't break up with me, I quit. Exactly. Look, I'm going to write... Personhood shell company. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, this is more of a sort. Of, what what we got to there was a sort of an individual's version of this. Yeah. But I do still think that there is something in the uh, the other idea of the of the, of the uh, two the people becoming one. Yeah. Organization. You know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Two or or more people becoming well becoming one individual. Like who mm. whoever said that an individual had to be one person? Well, that's a, it's a workaround. Doesn't for, seem like there's any reason why that would be. The it case. is a workaround for marrying multiple wives. Mm. Because or you know multiple husbands say. Mm. Because say you wanted you just what you do is you register all your wives. Yes. As a shell company. As a, <laughs> and then you and then you you marry the shell you company. You marry the shell company. <laughs> Michelle company. Michelle company. <laughs> That's the name of the company. <laughs> M-A-Shell mm. Company. Michelle mm -hmm. Company. Gosh, imagine if Shell... The I, I guess sh it could be spelled M-Y. Nah, that's fine. Michelle Company. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh, but imagine if Shell, the oil company, was a Shell Company. Like, like talk, you know, talk about hiding things in plain sight. I think that'd be a real bold move. Mm. Like, if there was another... Like, do you think that if there was a, a company called, like, Sham or, yeah. um, or Rort, Scam, yep. you know, mm -hmm. we, would, would, we, would we be suspicious or would we be like, well, they couldn't possibly be a scam? No, yes, S Scam. Only a really limited. reputable company could get away with calling themselves Scam. Wait. No, it's just a thought. Yeah, sorry, I'm just, just writing things down. Just a funny... Oh, no, look, Alistair, we've given, we've given ourselves a lot to work with here. Absolutely. Mm. Um, but I think, you know, this could be the Shell Company episode. Yeah. Of Two in the Think Tank. Yeah, yeah. Sorry well, about... It's, you know, it's very, very Russian, Russian, Russian dolly, you know. Not the show, but, like, the, the layers. Like, you know, you mm. can have more within. Yeah. Because um, you could have another Shell Company that owns your Shell Company. I think you probably can, yeah. yeah. I don't see why. Like, like... Like if we're get, trying to get ourselves a little bit of legal distance mm. um, from from one, you know, from from the consequences of our actions. Yeah. Because I don't understand. I don't understand why it is. It is like if you if you're working at a company, right? Yeah. And your company does something illegal. Yeah. You definitely. It's definitely easier for you to get away with that, right? Mm. Like like to avoid going to jail or something like that. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Than it is. Um, you know, well, for a ind regular individual. But I think the, the reason why you would have a, a shell company owning your first shell company mm. and then you own that shell company mm. would be because in case they make it that people who own shell companies 
could be responsible for the actions of that shell company, mm. then luckily we have that shell company that did, that, <laughs> yeah. you know, is, all, is the I only one I didn't own that company. That was owned by a shell company. Yeah. So. And so you got a little buffer. You're safe. Yeah, just it's like Crumple Zones in a car. Exactly. You, know, you want a couple of shell companies between you and anything bad you Two, do. three shell companies. It's the rubber of the, of the uh, sort of administration world. Here's a good way that we could make this work. Mm. Right. Basically, we create a company that is an improv theatre. Right? Okay. It only has one employee. Mm. It's us. It has one ongoing performance, mm. which is our lives. Yep. Right? And then we can... You, like, once you've got that... This is... This is basically how a lot of these things work. Like you, yeah. you, once you've got that set up, that little framework, once you, you find that you can legally incorporate an impro theatre company, right? Yeah. You, 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 you're then now, you, you know, maybe you just, you just always dress in blacks. Yeah. You know, you're standard <clears throat> impro blacks, right? And then you go about your life and you're, you're not being yourself. You're being a representative or a performer um, in this ongoing theatre piece. Yeah. And then, you know, you're, you're, whatever it is that happens that mm -hmm. you do um, is now sort of, you know, that's your employer's problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can mm. see that. It's like it, it was taking a long time for me to kind of figure out exactly where you were going. So oh, I wasn't really going anywhere. It was, it was pretty, well, pretty dumb bunch of stuff to say, Alistair. No, no, no. I mean, did I just pull the mic out? No, is it still... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ba, no, ba, 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 a... ba, ba, ba. Great. Everyone else um, still plugged in. I'm still plugged in. Um, I did have an idea, an outside idea, ages ago about a, a, uh, I think you're telling me you got an OI? Yeah, an outside idea. You're bringing an OI? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was like a, it was a, I think it was a, it was an improv troupe for like a, you know, an improv theater that, that gets into some financial trouble to, to save, you know, like to, um, to, you know, and they're going to lose the theater. Hmm. And so they realize that they're going to have to pull off a heist. Mm. And probably if you're going to like get any newbies to pull off heists, an improv troupe mm. is definitely like the kind of people that mm -hmm. you would want to do oh, it. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, so then they, they, they probably pull it off quite well because not only, not only can they do a bit of planning, mm. but they can also think on their feet and they can do characters, you know, sure, if you need sure. one to dress up as a croupier. Yeah. You know, I, I, uh, I only see one problem with this, right? It's the scene where they come up against, um, you know, a security guard. So they're dressed as a security guard mm. and they come up against another security guard, right, mm -hmm. who actually works at the casino or the, you know, the Royal Mint or yeah. the Reserve Bank mm. or whatever it is that they're doing, right? They, the heist is they're going to break into the Reserve Bank and lower interest rates when nobody's looking. Wow. Yeah. I think that's the real heist. You know, you go and you change all the documents in there. It's sort of a modern day Robin Hood story. Yeah, suddenly Because you're giving money to the, you know, to the, well, at least to the banks. <laughs> First, but then they have to drop the interest rates, even if they know that it was done via sort of theft. <laughs> well, you know, it's there. Yeah. It's there in indelible digital. Mm. Like, it'd be a great scene, on, on, you know, where they're looking at the, all, the, all the, the Reserve Bank governor is looking at his computer screen, which just has like a, Still has one of those green text screens. Of course, screens. black screen. Yeah, green, uh, green, green text. Green text. BSGT. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and he's looking at the, the interest rate. It says 1.28, right? And he's looking at it. And then just before his very eyes, it drops down to like 1.23. That's, that's, um, that's crazy, that's right? That's five basis points. Basis points? points? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, that's not a very The movie's big... called Basis Point. Oh, yeah. Yes. And so, and, and, it doesn't and, write itself, but it names itself. Yeah. That's good enough. And so, and so the, but what was the trouble? No, oh, the problem yeah. is they come into this security guard who says, you don't work here. And then, of course, their impro training says, you're right, I don't work here. You know, and then they, then they got to, they got to incorporate that into the scene. They have to say yes you know? and, right? Yes That's and, why, yeah. yes so and, I'm here to rob the bank. Like, what do you say? I mean, because, yeah, what do you encounter when a guy starts, you know, a guy from real world starts blocking you? Yeah. You say, stop it, man, you're blocking me. Yeah, you're blocking me. <laughs> you go, well, that may be true, but this is my training day. Yeah. Like that, you know, and you can own mm. what, what he's saying. And turn Honestly, that's just... high-level improv, you know, yeah. if you're able to, like, work with no's yeah. and that sort of thing. Because once you learn the rules of improv, you mm. learn that there aren't really any rules of improv. You know, there are Absolutely. structured, there's a, there's a scaffolding that they, of things mm-hmm. that are shortcuts that they've found work to make scenes yeah. more enjoyable to watch. But once you've learned those skills, you can actually make an even more enjoyable scene. Mm, you know, it's exactly. exactly the same as designing an aeroplane. Once yep. you learn the rules of you know, aerodynamics... You can then start taking shortcuts. You take, start taking shortcuts, and then you realise that there are, you can actually make even more aerodynamic, better flying planes yeah. by breaking those rules. That's right, yeah. And I think that's how the bumblebee was invented. Absolutely right. This mm. is how you're, you're sort of you're looking into the mind of God when He <laughs> That's right. intelligently designed uh, first the aeroplane, mm-hmm. but then later <laughs> on the bumblebee. Um, yeah, but I I think in my mind then I I thought also the the improv shoot would kind of keep keep it going to a point where it's like I think I don't know they start doing heist and then suddenly they're they're kind of quite a a powerful crime gang, mm. right? Maybe in some way. And then the cops are trying to come after them. And so then they they kind of morph into a political party and try to then run for office because I think they'd also be good at running for office. Oh, yeah. Because they can think on their feet. Yeah. I mean, it's such yeah. a, you know... So many people have to sit down to think. Mm, exactly. And, and, uh, and so many jobs are just bullshit. Mm. It's all about bullshitting. Marketing, politicking... You know, um, I think all the leadership positions, and then they could get to the point. This improv troupe could get to the point where they're running the country, mm, the world, to change the. Initially, they were just doing it to change the law so that they're not in trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, and then suddenly they're in power. Well, they're in a scene, aren't they're, they? It's a, yeah, it's a scene they can't break. Well, and so far we've had two two acts, right? But the classic Harold that has a three act structure. Well, that's right. we, yeah. So what have we got? We've got uh, crime family. Mm-hmm. We've got political party, and what's le- next? I mean, do they establish a theocracy? Do they combine church and state? There's a lot of fun, you know, business you can do, like stage business and stuff with the uh, with, well, with, you know, religions and. Uh, well, the thing is that they could split up, you know, to maximize the spread of their power. Mm. And so, while some of them are going into politics, others are cr- climbing through the finance world. Sure, others are climbing, sure. through the ch- climbing up through the church. <laughs> and suddenly, they're having roundtable meetings with all the powerful people in the city. In, mm. in the, in the city, and it's it's all them minus like one person, and they just have to keep the scene going, and yeah. they're arguing with each other, and they're making deals mm. and things like that. But really, they're all just helping each other out. This is essentially a metaphor for all the people who go to school together. Yeah, and then the elites. Pos- yeah, the elites. How do we know we're not living in Im- in an improcracy? That's right. <laughs> oh, that would be the other name if it wasn't if we weren't already settled on the name basis basis points. points. <laughs> Well, 
I think I know. I think the Reserve Bank heist mm. is a different sketch. Yeah. Right. Um, to 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 your improcracy. Yeah. One, which I. Or, or yes and yes and Chrissy. Yes and Chrissy. Flows off the tongue. Oh, flows, mm. flows off the tongue. Doesn't roll off. The, it no. flows. That's even better than rolling off yeah, the tongue. Yeah, well, it suggests a lot more liquid in your mouth. <laughs> Drips out the mouth. Oh. That's one of those words that you can't even res- you can't even resist saying. A word that drips off the mouth. Yeah, it drips yeah. off the mouth. Sort of like a like a a person who's passed out mm. and is like like a, like a word like rhododendron, right? That doesn't just roll off the tongue. That that gushes out the pie hole. I don't know what rhododendron. Rhododendron. It's mm. a type of flower. Oh right. No, it probably probably rhododendron rolls off the tongue. It does, it does seem. It's actually yeah, a lot like... It's, it's a very it, rolly word. Very much on the front of the mouth. Mm. Rhododendron. Rhododendron is another word that could have been named after the sound of an aunt falling down the stairs. Rhododendron. Yeah. <laughs> Dirigible rhododendron. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, it's an aunt falling, falling down the, the, the stairs from the first floor to the second and, and then down the door into the, the, <laughs> into the basement. Uh-huh. Rhododendron. Anyway, Dirigible. Rhododendron. I think rhododendron is her then rolling across the carpeted floor mm. um, towards the front door. Yeah. Eventually we'll get wall. her out onto the street. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> if, we can, if we can get her on a big enough incline, <laughs> one of those sort of steep roads in, well, in New enough Zealand. stairs, yeah. <laughs> we, we're going to assemble a full vocabulary that will get your aunt all the way across the North Island of New Zealand. <laughs> From Wellington to Auckland... That will describe her tumble yes. from Wellington to Auckland. By noun. Right? Wow. Yeah. It's an entire noun-based um, mm, yeah. language. Oh, um, a noun-based language. Oh, get rid of those no verbs, troublesome verbs no and adjectives. adjectives. <laughs> I mean, I think adjectives you could do without. I think absolutely we could. Mm. Right? We just wouldn't. <laughs> absolutely? Is that a verb? No, it's an adverb. It's mm. a, I, was, I was wondering if it was a. I'm, I'm not good with these. I'm, 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 I'm in unfamiliar territory. I think, I think anything here, ly is adverb. Oh, that's good. That's a good shorthand. That's a good shortcut. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, uh, getting getting rid of adjectives would we could I think we could construct a world mm-hmm. in which adjectives were not required, right? Yeah. Because. Um, we would just we would just have everything standardized, mm. right? So all your lions would look exactly the same. You know, lions. Lions, yeah. for example. Sure. To pick an object at random. Great. The lion. The lion. Right? All yeah. your lions would be identical. Yeah. Right, and then, oh, but then you'd probably still have to say like an angry lion. Well, well they're all. They'd all be the same, and they'd all be feeling the same thing. They all feel exactly the same way, and we're done. I mean, like, you don't need to say that he's angry. You can describe what the lion is doing. Don't don't impose the emotion. You know, Mm. it's a biting lion. Mm. You know? You still got verbs there. Were we still allowing verbs? Yeah, we'll allow verbs. No, no, no. I I thought you were saying... We're just getting rid of adjectives. But is biting, is that an adjective? A biting lion? Is no, that... no, no. It's a lion. Because it describes the lion. I know, but he is biting. I don't know enough about grammar, but it doesn't Andy, necessarily... it's an action. Mm, I, know, I, I, I know what you're Pardon saying, me. 
Mm. But I wonder, I wonder if you're wrong. I just wonder. Yeah. You know, because but you're I'm describing just... it, right? Yeah, you're I'm describing just, yeah. the lion. I know, but what I'm describing... But if you said the lion is biting, yeah, the... that would, I'd accept that as a verb. Yeah, the lion is biting. I'm not saying that he was like, he had a sharp wit. I wasn't saying he was like biting in that way. Like... <laughs> but but I, I still think... I, I don't know. We're going to have to get 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 Brian to let us know the truth on this one. Yeah. Um, this is the podcast editor, not not editor in terms of cutting up the podcast. No, that's George. Yeah, that's George. No, no, no. But this is the the podcast editor. He tells us which words and which grammar that's that right. we use he, is, is correct and incorrect. He has suggested the idea of transcribing the podcast so that it could be read instead of listened to. Maybe release all 191 episodes as a pod uh, as, as a book. A book. <laughs> yeah. I guess it would be a textbook because it's really a learning experience. It would be, yeah. About the process yeah. of people learning how to do or a podcast where they come up with sketch ideas. Biblical text, you know, it could be a foundational text of some sort mm. of new... Yeah, definitely mm. foundational. I mean, you could definitely put it in some uh, the it, slab of a building. It and... seems something appropriate to be poured into concrete. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's not go anywhere with, with a language that has no verbs or adjectives. Yeah, okay. I think we made, um, we made life hard for ourselves. You know? I think of these people, I'm going, like, like, I'm going to write an entire novel and I'm not, not going to use the letter E. Mm. Right? What is that? What I is learned that? about that in like primary school. Yeah. As somebody who did that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just putting restrictions on yourself, isn't it? It is. But do you think... Like, like sometimes making putting restrictions on yourself, you say you know you get you get uh, you get creativity, you get freedom from those restrictions, but mm. I don't I don't think that would that couldn't possibly be the case with not using the letter e, yeah. because it would just be so hard. Like sometimes a restriction is just a restriction. Yeah, but is that maybe is that a, like was that book about somebody trying to? It was talking about the problem of them trying to give up taking ecstasy, so much dropping that, it. Yeah, and so they were. <laughs> And so they were. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. You, really, it was. Well, I mean, I learned about this in primary school, so I doubt very much that people were talking about e back in those days. So, so what? this this was a joke, Andy. This was a a suggestion of how somebody might, for you know, Fuck, man. like you know, there was a purpose to it. There was some meaning to the reason mm. why they wrote their book like that. Mm -hmm. I, I was dropping the e's. I'm. I don't want to be taking any more e's. Just the way your face looked and the way the words came out of you, Alistair, in that moment yeah. made it entirely plausible. Well, and, that's, that's what I was going for. And you for. really came, you, you, you ran up against my comedian level knowledge of anything, yeah. which is two sentences in, the facts give way yeah. to speculation. And that's okay. That's okay, you know, like, um, but... But I should have known that as a comedian yourself, you wouldn't have known. You wouldn't have known what it was really about. You know, I don't even know if I even consider myself a comedian. I just consider myself a... Uh, nah, mate. Just an un... Uh, an uneducated... Well, I mean, except for my education. <laughs> um, just, you know, a slob who speaks. Um, but I'm just saying that there might have been a reason that they were not using E. You know, like, mm -hmm. a lot of the time, these art types, oh, they, yeah. they go into these things with some kind of intention. It would have been a statement about fascism, right? I thought of a great Probably. I thought of a great thought recently. Yeah. Right. This is such a good thought. Yeah. You know how people accuse the people on the left, right wing people call accuse people on the left of being cultural Marxists? Yeah. But aren't 
people on the right just cultural fascists? Like, like if you go and make that claim of, mm. well, you're cultural Marxists, yeah. aren't you inviting the comparison that, well, then what are you on the, on the right? You're just, you mm. aren't, you're, you're a cultural fascist. Yeah, I don't know 100% what fascist means. No, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think the people who are saying cultural Marxists know what Marxism is either. Yeah, I mean... So I, I think we've got to give up on the idea of knowing what things mean. And also that you can be a, another version of something that is, you know, like... Because, like... Trying to apply Marxism to the idea of culture, mm. I find, I'm finding it really hard. Oh, for sure, yeah. And that, and then, and that is just some association that somebody's made, right? What, when yeah. they when they're going to try and describe a, an approach to culture as Marxist, they're going to have to make compromises in the definition of what Marxism means. Yeah. And so then I can call them cultural fascist. I can call them cultural Nazis. You can call them right? cultural. You can call them cultural murderers, genocide, genociders. Yeah, yeah, genocide enablers. Uh, and I can call them cultural fuckboys. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I can call them lapsed. Lay, no. No, cultural anal prolapses. Mm. That's, that's something people love using these days. Anal prolapse? Yeah. They don't yeah. use their anal prolapse, but using... Yeah, but you could. And that seems like something we would talk about on this show. Well, you don't. You want to use every part of the beast. 50 uses. <laughs> I like to call, refer to my body as the beast. The beast. <laughs> and, and, you know, like the Inuits who used every part of the polar bear. Yeah. According to uh, one of the greatest jokes of all time by Jimmy Pardo, yeah. Um, then, you know, we will use every part of the beast that is this man body that we have. Yeah. And um, and that includes the prolapse. Yeah, I mean, it would be good, you know, if you, I guess, you really wanted to make the most of your body and use every part of the body, mm. you would over your lifetime, you know, use you know, give up parts of your body and, and have them used for a greater purpose. Sure. You know, you, you know you're, at, you're at some big machinery place mm. and something happens, some baby's about to fall into, into the machinery. No, and you, this, sounds, and <laughs> this sounds terrible. And so you I mean, cut off your arm, you throw your arm into the gears. Why didn't you just throw in whatever it was that you were cutting off your arm with? Like uh, a knife, a single, a small knife. What are you thinking? You, you don't think, okay, okay, Alistair. Okay, all right. So we, as we've seen, we've seen, we've all seen the movie 127 hours. I haven't right? seen it. You've seen how long, we know how long it takes him to carve his way through that yeah, arm but, but with you, that small knife. But you know about when, when, a, when a baby is in danger... You get superpowers, yeah, yeah. and mostly it's super strength. But when this would be super speed. At hacking your arm off. Yeah. Because if you had super strength, maybe your arm would become sort of knife-proof. Right? And yeah, you wouldn't no, be no. able to hack through it. Fortunately, it's just super speed, and you're able to use the increased hacking speed to... I mean, obviously, I guess... obviously, it also increases your speed of thought mm. that you're able to work out in this scenario yeah. that the only thing that I can do... With the benefit of my increased speed, is to hack off my arm and throw it into the gears. Yeah, I mean, look, I guess you could use your super speed to save the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially, something that would be so much easier if you had two arms. <laughs> yeah, we assume. Yeah, maybe that second arm is going to be a burden. But maybe on the way to to saving the baby, 
you, you know, you're cutting your losses. You know, you, you want to like, you're, I mean, you're hedging your bets. Mm. So while you're running over to the baby, you start slicing through your arm in case you don't get to the baby in time. And you need something to throw. Yeah. Or you need to, you, need, you, you, you work out, this is how quick you're operating. Mm. You realize that you're going to be able to run almost all the way to the baby mm -hmm. in the amount of time that you have available. Mm -hmm. Available, right? Available. And uh, that, that means that you will have, you, you'll come up like 70 centimetres short of where the baby is yeah. falling into the machine. Mm -hmm. And so as you start running, you're already cutting off that arm at the shoulder yeah. so that when you get there, you'll be able to use that dead limp arm yeah. and hold that out at arm's length to thwack the baby out of the way yeah. of the, like the grinder. Mm -hmm. It'd be beautiful. That is beautiful. Yeah, using all every part of the beast. Every part of the beast. I mean, you could do that, you know, also in a, you know, like, let's say you're running a 1,600 meters mm. at the Olympics or whatever. Mm. You, you know, you're neck and neck with some mm. guy who's very good at you're running. You're neck and neck, but you're not arm and arm. No. Because you, you're holding that you arm out. If you <laughs> hack off one of your arms. You show me where it doesn't say... You can't do that. Yeah, you know, and I mean, I guess it depends on you whether can't. or not you're you're allowed a knife while you're while you're running. Well, I think as long as you don't threaten anybody with it. Well, I mean, I I wonder I, mean, I wonder if in the Paralympics, because I mean, the Paralympics could um, allow knives. It could, it, it, or yeah. it could it could allow you to just remove your your your. Um, your arm. Your well, if you could remove, arm. if you could remove a, a prosthesis, yeah, it would be wrong to not allow you to remove your arm, <laughs> your like actual you know, arm. an attached arm. <laughs> um, now, if you were to use a prolapse for yeah. something, I'd feel like a sucker for climbing up a wall, a glass wall. Sure, would probably be for your cat burglar face. Yeah, mm, yeah, of course. And instead of suction, I mean, I guess you could have a couple of suction cups on your hands, mm. but you have them on, on the base of your feet as well. Mm. And then, and then you just have a little hole cut out in the butt mm. where it kind of, the sort of a red protrusion, sort of gooey, mm. not gooey, but kind of like, you know, it's a bit mm. wetter than, it, yeah. than, than the outside skin. Mm. It's not self-lubricating, but you, it's, it's a bit gooey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's what's known as a bit gooey. Yeah. And then you kind of just... Mm. You're way up the... Up the side of some glass building. Mm -hmm. And you start breaking records that that, you know, that Spider-Man guy who climbs, you know, big mm. buildings? Start breaking... The, well, only he claims he would... to be sort of free climbing. Yeah. But as far as I'm aware, he's using suction caps. Is he? Yeah, right. Or something. I thought he was always like just grabbing in the gaps of oh, buildings fine. and stuff. I thought he would probably be using suction of some kind. I, I've never, I've, I've never really believed that that technology could 100% work. Suction cups. Suction can be very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like they, that's what they use for picking up those huge, like, um, double glazed windows and that sort of thing for big buildings. Like you see them on, uh, you see them on Grand Designs, they're picking up those big windows. Suction. With suction cups. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's kilo, hundreds of kilos. Probably. You know what they, that, that is? That's, they've used uh, abalone technology there. That's what abalone do. Abalone <laughs> suction onto rocks. It's, you know, that's biomimicry. You've taken, mm. you've taken something from nature mm -hmm. 
the abalone's ability the abalone. to, to suck onto a rock mm. and you've applied it to a glazier mm -hmm. work. Is that what you call a person who works in... Yeah, a glazier. A glazier. Yeah, Julio Iglesia. Glazier-manship. Mm. Mm. Um, Wait, what, did, was there a sketch I'm there? Uh, right, sorry, I said, uh, sorry, I said uh, humble abalone. I've ascribed, I've, I've anthropomorphized the... The abalone. I do don't think, know. I don't know if it's humble. Do you think what it, it would could it be what, arrogant? What would it be like to put an abalone on your leg and see if it sucks on? You think it would suck onto your leg? I think we could absolutely get an ancient medicine going based mm. on the abalone. Putting yeah. the abalones on your back, like it's it feels like cupping, but better than cupping. Yeah, because it's fleshy cupping. It's flesh flesh cups. Flesh cups. Who's not going to want that? Mm. Right. Could you use it to get something like get stains out of your shirt? Wouldn't it be cool to have like, you know, like that sink that's next to the mm. washing machine? Mm -hmm. Always just have a few abalone in there. And then when you're like, ah, oh, look at this oil stain, you just go like that and you put it on there. If there's anything we know, it's that seabirds absorb a lot of oil. Mm. Yeah, as we've seen from when they dragged out of the ocean. This is what I think um, the truly modern uh, and environmentally friendly uh, laundry would look like just a series of tubs which have different types of sea life in them yeah so say you've got some chunks of pasta yeah first you dunk that into the crabs mm -hmm. right and mm -hmm. they come and they pick off all the bits of they uh, get all the big bits the, the big bits of pasta and then you're putting it your into cheeses and your bacons and your exactly in your, <laughs> your pasta you know how i eat yeah. <laughs> that's all going on the shirt yeah right? And then, and then you put it in with the seabirds, like a, we've got like a, like a tub of fairy penguins, and they absorb oil like a motherfucker. Mm -hmm, that's right. right. So they're rubbing themselves up against yeah, the, this yeah. polo shirt. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they're taking out that oil. That oil's oh, being that oil. leached out, right? Mm -hmm. And then for a last, you really want, that, you, you want the whitest whites? You yeah. stick it in with the abalones for a while. That's and right. that suction power, their ability mm. to like sort of crawl their way, way over that and absorb... Mm. Yeah, they're sucking dirt, they're mm. sucking grime, they're mm. sucking residue, you know, oil residue. residue. Yeah. Residue. Absolutely. Mm. And um, yeah, I mean, what's a, uh, you know, you know, you know, those, uh, those little creatures that it's probably just plankton, those ones mm. that kind of have those, you know, like that kind of glow in the ocean when you mm. move your Phytoplankton. Hand. Phytoplankton. Mm -hmm. You know, if they could get some of that in, onto your shirt. Mm. They can. I mean... It feels like they could make your whiters whiter. It feels like and they could. And your colors brighter. And they'll glow. Yeah. At so least white, when you they're glowing. I mean, even if you had, if you had those just living in your shirt. Okay. Hello. You know, and you move. Mm -hmm. There would be like these light patterns. I'm bioluminescent. You've heard of this a water bed. What about a water shirt? <laughs> you heard of this? You heard of this? I mean, think about it. It's just you know, it's just a half an inch. Uh huh. Of water, it's like you're wearing a life vest, but full length sleeves. Ah. you know, zips up at the front. Could be buttons. Oh wait, so is the water is 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 the shirt just wet, or is there actually water trapped in between you and your shirt? What do you prefer? I mean, it could be water trapped. Well, but well, I, I was picturing it clear, and you can have a whole aquarium in there. Right, it's clear. So like 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 okay, so it's sort of like the old platform shoe. Right, where you would have a, the, a goldfish the, in the in the heel. That, that uh, disco stew would have. The disco stew would well, have. Well, I'm thinking more of the um, that the the jacuzzi suit that that Milhouse's mom wears when he becomes Fallout Boy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but only 
Um, but I don't only remember the that. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> but just the shirt. That's what makes it a different idea. Yeah. And also, the water isn't touching your skin. The water is enclosed in the shirt. But also, there's animals in there. Yeah, there's animals in there's there. There's like fish and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Flathead. Yeah. Um, stingrays. I, I, look, I think an aquarium shirt, Alistair, is a very valid idea. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a layer of ocean. But I also think... Yeah. And I know this is sort of riffing on the vein of um, international waters that we've done. And it's also been done on Conan. Yeah. But after we came up with it. Um, <laughs> the idea of a, 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 a sort of the opposite of a dry suit. So that like... A wetsuit. It's, it's kind of a wetsuit. You can be going about your business. Like you're, yeah. you're, just, you're just doing... Um, you're doing regular business stuff. You're sitting at your desk... You're attending meetings. Yeah. Right? You're but writing notes. Writing notes. Drinking coffee. Sure, sure. All of this. But what people don't realize is that under your business suit, mm -hmm. you're wearing a fully sealed, like, sort of um, water suit thing. Yeah. That means that apart from your exposed areas, your hands and your head, yeah. you are swimming. That's great. You are under, you're, you're, you know. You're completely immersed in water. You're as immersed in water as most people are when they're at the beach or the pool. Yeah, maybe even more so. Even, maybe even more so. A lot of people so. just stand in there up to their waist. Yeah. So you're there at work, but they, they, they got nothing on you mm -hmm. because you're surfing, baby. You're yeah. at the beach. You got sand in your shoes That's and great. you got water everywhere else. Yeah, and maybe you could have like just a, just like a few... Um, ultraviolet lights just in your hair, mm, you know, no, just you... sort of, and and that's burning your scalp. Mm -hmm. And so you're technically yeah. you got the full beach experience. That's right. You're you're suffering just as much damaging UV exposure mm. as anyone at Byron. Yeah, baby. I like that. It's like be at the beach. You know that movie, uh, My Own Private Idaho. No, but. The... River Phoenix? No, I've been, but I've been, I've been hearing about it, and I would like to watch it. People I don't say, know anything about it except for the name. Yeah, right, but also River Phoenix is in it. Yeah. Yeah. And that, right. Jo Joaquin's brother. Joaquin's bro, right? Oh, do you call him Joaquin? What do you call him? Joaquin, with, the, with an N. I think, I think the N is pronounced like an N, but it could have been... It what could did be I call him? Joaquin. Yeah, that's good, though, isn't it? <laughs> well, it sounds like now he's from India or something. <laughs> anyway... Uh, this is my own. Or maybe private Iran. Byron. Do you think Joaquin would be kind of more? So wait, this is my own private Byron. That's what you're saying. Yeah. So is the water from Byron Bay? It could be. Yeah. Yeah. You get every you get a refill sent to your house every well, every week. You I get mean, some fresh Byron water. Why couldn't it be a company that just sells location suits? You yeah. know, be wherever you want to be. Uh, yeah. You're at different there. Times. Yeah. So think about this. Yes. We could be, you could have a Sahara suit. Mm-hmm. So it could just be like 10 days at the Sahara. So mm. you basically just, you wear the suit for 10 days. <laughs> but it's just filled with I sand. I think that's any suit you wear. <laughs> it's filled with sand. Your yeah. legs are filled with sand. Mm -hmm. uh, even some of the, in the in the But I walls, think the wind as well. Yeah, you want to feel the wind. The, 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 the inside, the, the on the back, mm. there's a pump. Mm. And it pushes air through... Through the suit. The hot air. The hot air, and it whips the sand up that's inside you. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it stings and it lashes your body. Your yeah. body. Yeah. yeah, great. Like that. And uh, neck, and it shoots up into your neck and like mm. eyes and things like but that. But nobody else knows. Nobody else this knows. This is just your secret. It's right? just for you. They got nothing on you. You're in the Sahara, right. baby. Yeah. And 
you know, maybe you could have a suit that is like grandma's house mm. and it's pumping out the smell of her soap. Mm. You can't smell it because your head's out of the suit. No, but, no, but, but your body can. No, but what it's doing is that it, you, part of the suit is that there's an inject, there's like a hole yes. that it pierces into yes. your body and then sends a pipe up your neck mm-hmm. and uh, over, over uh, into your bottom lip mm. like that. And then it ends there. But when you close your mouth, it seals up with another pipe at the top and then <laughs> yeah. sends that pipe up and, and sends the smell straight into your nose. Yes. Like that. But it only works when y- your mouth is closed. Because <laughs> there else the In- pipes open. Important detail. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, the smell comes out your lip. Yeah. You don't want that. You don't want people saying, like you're in a business meeting, you don't want people sniffing about... Your breath smells your breath like, like grandma's, grandma's soap. <laughs> Um, so what is this called what is this sketch um, by the way we've definitely come up with more than three sketch ideas you've only written down three sketch ideas locations yeah. feels like you've been writing I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. For half of this episode, you've still only written down three things. Right? Locatious. Locatious. suit. Location suit. Location suit. They got nothing on me. (laughs) Location suit. I think think if if there's an overarching theme Mm. of this episode, it's wanting to get away from things. Yeah. But you know what? Okay, well, how about we do a sketch about staying in a place? Oh, that's nice. You know, maybe, let's say you're in your house Mm. and you're just in that place. And then you get some goggles that take you away to another place. <laughs> oh, no, wait, that's different. Or um, it's, how about this? So you're at work, mm. but then you've got, you've got glasses, right? Mm. And it's glasses that, that connect to your partner's glasses, your wife or my wife. Mm. Your glasses don't connect to my wife's glasses, but mm. they connect to my wife. Unless and, there's I, some sort of error at the yeah, data processing Which there's going to be a lot of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And let's say my glasses, and I'm at work, and I'm in a meeting, but then, beep. What's happening? What nobody else realizes is that inside my glasses, I can see something else. I'm looking into the eyes of my beloved, directly into the eyes. You know, so so there, so there's cameras inside her lenses that look into her eyes, and then there's cameras in my lenses that look into my eyes. And so we're always looking into each other's eyes. These are romantic glasses, That's right? And, and you're always just looking into each You're blind to the world around you because you're yeah. lost in each other's eyes. You're just staring into them constantly. Mm. Yeah, and right? you can hear them talking and mm. talking and talking. And they can hear you talking. <laughs> <laughs> and talking and talking. And talking and talking. Like that. And... and, and you know, when you move, I wonder there's if, a sensor over their body that yeah. they can feel you move and they can't get, get to sleep because you're constantly <laughs> wriggling. 
<laughs> and you can't sleep because they're constantly wriggling, trying to get away like a, from this but, sensation. But you're one. It's like it's like you you know it's like you join into a, a shell well, company. You're, you're all they need, right? You're like that. They're your whole world. You know how people say that to each other? You're exactly. my world. Well, this gives you the opportunity well, to, to put make, your money where the ma- your mouth make, is, motherfucker. Make good on your promise. Yes. Actually, essentially, fuse through electronics. Mm. Mm. Which are good at fusing. Well, you know, it's, it's electronic-based uh, sort of welding. Relationship welding. I think uh, there, would, there would be um, an interesting phenomenon where, mm. say, you are in a meeting, right, yeah. and you're talking, right, to people in the meeting. They don't know that you're staring directly into the eyes of your beloved. That's right. But, but I think it would... I think... For both you and your beloved, whenever one person is talking and staring into their eyes, I think it would be—I think it would be a fairly disconcerting sensation of having somebody stare directly into your eyes at all times while carrying on a conversation with someone you can't see. It would probably break you up. I think. I think it would. I mean, I think it would be the end of you. But unfortunately, these glasses—we didn't tell you—they don't come off. So even after you break up with this person, mm-hmm. you're still staring into it's, their eyes. It's not just welding non-stop. Yeah, it's not just welding you to another person. Mm-hmm. It's also welding the glasses to your head. Oh yeah, it's a literal welding, mm-hmm. as well as a an, uh, an electronic welding with exactly. glasses. Exactly, and you won't just be seeing sparks from the love, you know, in each other's eyes. Oh, You'll yeah. also be seeing actual sparks mm. from the welder. From the welding. Who's welding <laughs> the glasses <laughs> to your skin. And when you say, you're my whole world, it's the weld. Yeah. Like, we're talking not world. Alistair, how would you pronounce that? World. And? Weld. Yes, he still works. You're the my whole, still... you're my whole weld. <laughs> <laughs> well, world. <laughs> Let's just... World. Let's just World. come up with a compromise accent that's halfway between. I think everything. I do have the, the compromise accent. Yeah. My uh, like I had somebody describe uh, the other day. I was asking, "Should do you want me to do an Australian accent for these things?" And he, this thing, and he was like, "You already have a blend of an Australian accent and a Canadian accent." I hope you punch that person. And he said that I have voice. this international accent. Oh. So, I mean, I guess I'm not wrong when I say that I have the neutral accent. Yeah, but also you're not wrong when you say you have no home and you can never rest. Yeah, but that's You're fine. like one of those ghosts. I don't need know? to rest. All I need is sleep. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah but you can't do that either. No. Sorry. That's why you, that's why you can't get any sleep, Alistair. It's because you ne- you'll, never, you'll never feel at home. Yeah. Anywhere. You're cursed to wander. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, okay. Great. That's okay, because I know I'll die one day. I mean, that is it. No, but I think that this, this thing, this, this, these people, the sketch is these people who do do it because they're in love with each other. Mm. And then slowly but surely, it obviously becomes hell. Mm. You know, And mm. it breaks them up, but they can't escape from each other. Oh, sounds like a perfect Twilight Zone episode. Right? Mm. They go into it, you know, some sort of genie or demon or something shows up and says, you can have one wish. Worse. And of course, what do they wish for? Well, because they're so in love. They say, I wish I could be looking into my beloved's eyes at all times. Yeah. And they give them some electronic glasses and they weld them on. They say, there you go, your they're, wish they're, is granted. They're like, they're like um, wow, I don't know how that wish could have gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, I mean... I've seen the Twilight Zone because in the in this episode of the Twilight Zone, they've the, the show the Twilight Zone exists. 
Right, so they instantly they're like, well, this feels like a Twilight Zone scenario. Yeah. So let's make sure we guess for something that couldn't possibly go wrong. Yeah, we wish for something that couldn't possibly go wrong. Right, and then they they're congratulating themselves and patting each other on the back for coming up with something that's foolproof. Yeah, but you know what's worse than because these days you don't need to have storylines that involve a genie or a wizard or something like that. No, oh, yeah. You could say, you know, like you know, all those jokes that used to start well. Oh, he was walking down the street and he found a lamp and he rubbed it, mm. right? These days, it could just be he was walking down the beach and he meets a tech entrepreneur. <laughs> yes. And then he rubbed him. <laughs> and he said, I'll give you anything. <laughs> Three things. You know, and t tech entrepreneurs are now so powerful. Mm. Mm. Well, I'll give you three things, but it's not really three things. It's one thing. Oh! That is the best joke I have ever made. Alistair, give me a high five. I'm gonna kill myself now. <laughs> oh, use this pen. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, that was more graphic than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> Less celebratory. <laughs> um. Oh, I had something. Oh, I, oh, I just wanna. I just think it would be really interesting. You know, when this podcast, in you know, in fifty or sixty years' time, is regarded as one of the foundational texts of modern society, I think it'll be really interesting for people to um, to examine the epistemology of what it is that uh, that welding means in the uh, in the world of two in the think tank. Because welding, I think, in in You're... two in the think tank. Has a has a very different no, no, sort no, of definition to, you're to upset. any other. You're upset. You always get upset by me using welding <laughs> to not just mean fusing two metals. You're like, well, look, you can't weld metal onto flesh, <laughs> and I just don't think that you're right with that. I disagree with that thesis, Andy. Mm. If you take a piece of solid metal. Yeah. And then you use, and then you press it against some flesh, and then you use some liquid metal. Yes. And you pour it near the edges there. Yeah, And you yeah, kind yeah. of, you heat it up so that it's all fusing. Yeah, right. That will stay. No. That will stay. No, what you will have there is burned flesh and some metal near it. No, Andy. And a screaming person. Look, have you ever placed your hand for a little bit onto a hot plate? No, not even for a little bit. It sticks. I'll tell you what it you sticks cook, to. You ever cook I mean, chicken I, on a piece of, a hot I piece have, of metal I with have, no oil? I have put my fingers on real cold things, like even ice blocks. That's cold welding. Yeah, cold welding. Yeah, that's a cold weld. But mm. I'm looking for something more permanent. Mm -hmm. Hot weld. Yeah, right. I think, I think, uh, I think a hot weld is mm. only as permanent as... as, as as it doesn't get any hotter than the hot weld, right? Whereas cold, oh, but cold weld uh, is only as permanent. It doesn't get hotter than the cold weld as well. Yeah, forget it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. We technically have enough stuff here. Yeah, great. Do you want me to go through it? What do we have? Any words from a listener? Oh yeah, we got three words from a listener. Thank oh. God. All right. Alistair, just a. Uh, just on the scale of you know one to a real good time, how would you rate this episode so far? I'm having a good time. I'm having, having a real, a real good, good real time. Good time. Yeah, 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 great. I Do mean, you think it's because we're drinking beers? Uh, well, you know, we are on a spiral descent towards, um, I guess, just being slightly less reasonable. Having a real good time. Yeah. Spiral descent to a good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
He's spiraling into fun. Yeah. Well, of all the shapes, what's the most fun? Spiral. spiral. Mm -hmm. So that checks out. It's a thing you find in nature, isn't it? Follows the Fibonacci sequence. Yeah, sure does. Oh. I, I don't know in what way it does. I don't either. Yeah. And then they, they tell you this thing about fucking pine cones and the number of yeah. uh, rings on the pine cone. You're like, yeah, sure, whatever. Okay, you've said that. I don't see it. I don't see it. It doesn't look like no Fibonacci sequence yeah. to me. Fibonacci sequence, it's a bunch of numbers. Mm. There's no shapes at all. <laughs> I don't see it. I, I read the whole Fibonacci sequence, all of it. Didn't see a pine cone once. Maybe, maybe he didn't go high enough. He goes... I read the whole thing. One, one, two, three, five... Eight. Eight. Thirteen. Thirteen. Twenty. Twenty. Pine cone. <laughs> I just didn't read as far as and pine then you got, Then the problem is that you got to add... Nautilus. Then you got to add twenty plus pine cone to equal... So the next one is 20 pine cones. Yeah, that's tough. But then there's a point in which you get to pine tree. Because enough pine cones sort of make a pine it tree. It adds up to a tree. Yeah. We all know this. God, this must be fun to listen <laughs> to right? for people. This is arboreal math. I bet absolutely nobody's brain has ruptured to save <laughs> them from this. <laughs> all right. Three words from a classic listener of the pod. Do you already know who I'm talking about? Is it Tyler Ferrer? No. Oh. No, we haven't been getting much interaction from yeah, Tyler Ferrer. Yeah, Tyler's dropped off. That's fine. Look, it's fine. Of course, people, you know, these things come in cycles. Oh, and people's lives change. Of course. I mean, a lot of people who would have started listening to this at the beginning are not the same people who who, who are listening no, to no, it no, now. No, no, it's probably their children who are listening now. They've That's passed right. on the subscription <laughs> to the next generation. You know, I would, maybe we should They're do... Dead. Maybe we should do two in the toddler tank. To capture that youth mm -hmm. market. Mm -hmm. It's a tank pit. of toddlers. <laughs> you know, soon we could just get our kids to do it. Yeah, well, we gotta do, we got to do this. We've got to do more episodes of this dad podcast. Dad well, pod. Well, we had that one episode that we recorded right before you had a kid. Yeah, well, two kids. Two kids. Right before the twins were born. Well, I like, said... Like two days before. Yeah. And now they're two and a half. Yeah. So this it's... is going to be a very compelling podcast if we do it every two and a half years. It's a good idea, yeah. I mean, it'll, you could do 10 episodes and then we'll be 25 years later down our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, we'd be 60, Al. What? Are we going to be 60 in 25 years? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's, that's only two-thirds of the life I've already lived, which hasn't felt that long. That's the most horrible thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> You take that back. You take that back. Yeah. What? What? You just looked like I looked around like I spat on you. No, I hadn't. Which I realized, hadn't done for weeks. I hadn't realized that you don't opened a third beer. All right. Classic listener. Sure. Starts with T. Second word starts with P. Tabitha Post. Tabitha Post. Tab tab. <laughs> Tabitha Post. Post. Oh. Yeah, okay, that went well. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, all right. Hi, Tabitha. Thanks for uh, sending in these three words. The three words, Andy, are you prepared? Yeah, I've been prepared this whole time. Fortune. Yes. Escapade. Mm. Tattoo. 
fortune escapade tattoo. Well, this is interesting, isn't it? Because people always get tattoos to remember things, mm. but not to anticipate things. So you like sort of like pre-tattooing, the yeah. pre-premonition tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the, um, you know, what do you what do you get after an intense experience? Mm. You get post-traumatic shock, stress, yep. PTSD, post-traumatic traumatic shock, or stress. Post, I don't know what the D is. Post-traumatic stress disorder. Disorder, disorder. disorder. Stress, post shock. Post-traumatic no. shock. No. Disorder. Post-traumatic stress disorder, mm -hmm. I think. Okay. Yeah. Post-Tabitha Tabitha said this. Words. And, uh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, so th that's what you get. That's kind of like a tattoo in your brain, right? That's right. But uh, you also could get a tattoo after an event, right? After an extreme event. Why not get t the tattoo beforehand? Why not get a like, tattoo of your dog that you don't have yet? Yes. Why not, you know, people say dress for success. Yeah. People, why not tattoo for the traumatic experience you want? That's true, yeah. Right? So, you know, I guess if you, let's say you start getting stuff in sort of big gothic print. Mm. Now mm. you're suggesting to yourself that you're choosing a direction for your life. Yeah. You're going to suddenly become a person who is a little bit darker. You, yeah. you know, I want to become darker. I want to become uh, more... Death metal. Guy. I want to get in. I hate death metal right now. I figure if I get death metal for life tattooed in big gothic text across yeah. my chest, yeah. I won't have much of a choice but to get into it. Oh, it'd be great to use that. The, the dot on that eye, use your nipple. See, now that's thinking. Yeah. And then you just the, get... The in, eye in life? Eh? Uh, gothic. Wait. <laughs> So you've written the word gothic? All I said you were writing was death metal for life oh, in yeah. gothic, gothic text. Oh. I, <laughs> oh, you're not writing the words oh. in gothic text. No, I love this. You email uh, your um, your tattoo artist. Mm -hmm. You say, you, you, and because you're scared of tattooing, you, you're going to go under a general anesthetic right, to get this tattoo. You, say, you email say, can I get death metal for life in gothic text tattooed and, on my chest? And I want the nipple to be the uh, the dot on the eye the dot on the eye you wake up right from this general anesthetic you look down you've got that sort of cling film thing over there and it says death metal for life in gothic text yeah, on your chest the life has the right nipples yeah, uh, dot yeah. and the gothic has the left <laughs> nipple i think uh i think there's a rich vein i mean don't show me the design. I want to be surprised when I well, wake up. Well, yeah, you know. But but you go, and 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 for some reason you're being tattooed by some by like sort of a robot maybe. Oh, yeah. Some, you know. Um, a, a, well, you know, we've got we've 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 taught a learning uh, a neural net. We use a neural net. We've got a learning robot. We taught it how to tattoo. You just email it your tattoo. You could actually be a full net. It's it's a full it's, it's a full a, net. It's a net that's attached to a neural net, mm -hmm. and that is a computer. Like, you can see how a net would actually be quite a good alternative to a person. Oh yeah, I absolutely can in so many ways. Because <laughs> I mean, it's just it's a node, which is like a joint, and and then a length, and then another joint. So they could Alistair, move. It just and sounds to me exactly like you're just describing a person. Yeah, well, no, but I don't it, even know if you're talking about the net or the person. No, but it's, here. it's like it's it's a good 
like robot replacement for a person. You know, like, okay, you got robotic arms and those are kind of a thing. Well, this is like, you know, like a lot of movement with robotic arms, it's all about just having lots of joints. Mm. You know, it's like, a, it's like a wide snake is what a net would be. Like <laughs> a, you know, because a snake is just like, it's, it's a lot of strength that can, you know, with a lot of sort of joint points, but there, mm. it's like joint an points. infinity joint point. Mm. Right, because it's just all muscle along mm. the way. Well, mm. I mean, it's got some vertebrae and things like that. So those mm. are kind of more the joint points. And ribs. Yeah, and ribs. But then this one is like a a width. It's like a, a length of snake, but then also a width of snake. This is good. You know, I think just the idea of a wide snake. I mean, it's amazing they haven't come up with that. That like God or whatever. Yeah. You know. Well, a snake that kind of. Here's the thing I was thinking about. It's like earlier. a blanket creature. Let me just something I was thinking about earlier in the podcast. Yeah. Right. I'm thinking that like, like you know how like when they, they like I came out with Minecraft and then people were using Minecraft to like build like a, a calculator yeah. in Minecraft, right? And that must be how God feels about, like, uh, airplanes. It's like he put in place the laws of, you know, fluid dynamics and that sort of thing, right? That sure. define how gases move. Bernoulli's theorem or so you mm. probably didn't call it that do you think he, what, what do you think he called it God's theorem God's theorem <laughs> they were all God's theorem um, but and then and then and then we come up with a plane do you think he was like whoa I didn't think they'd do that I think he would have been surprised yeah because it's like taking it and riffing on it right yeah. I also think that about electricity how crazy is it that like we were able to like get pure metal which no one would like, like like god wouldn't have thought about getting pure metal he was putting it all into like uh into amalgams and stuff yeah and well, into in, into into ores it was just the kind of like you know the, the period of elements was just the thing that he did just so that stuff was a bit different he yeah. didn't think people would refine it and stuff. yeah exactly get all the all of these ones out all these bits out and then mm. turn them into stuff and then like cutting them uh, cutting them together stretching them out putting mm. Electrons through it, and like whoa! I didn't see that coming. Mm. I really like what they've done with that. That's how the guy who made Minecraft must feel like, like God, surprised. Anyway, what were we talking about before? Premonition tattoos. Yeah, but I, I mean, I think it's good. I think it's, I think it's a much better version of dress for success. Because then you could get all the, the names of your kids tattooed on you that you haven't had yet. See, yeah, now you got an incentive. Now you got to an get go out and kidnap kids with those names. Exactly. Either that or meet somebody. Sure, sure. Who... But what's more realistic? Well, I mean, what if you got three names tattooed on your kids? Uh, you know, mm. like no, of kids and on your chest. On your kids. No. <laughs> Let's say or down your arms or whatever, and then you had to go meet a single mom who already had those three kids. Because you know you're infertile. Maybe. And unwilling to well, cause do because it... of the amount of tattoo work you've had on, done <laughs> on your on your genital region. <laughs> your genitals, you've had them all tattooed on yeah. your genitals. <laughs> How many people have got their ball sack tattooed? Six. Really? Yeah, I'm not Six. sure, but because look... it feels like like if you if you've had your whole body tattooed, mm. it feels like because of the stretching ability of the scrotum. Yeah. That like. It feels like that was put there so that once you've had your entire body tattooed, be like, all right, you can have some more skin because you can just stretch that out, stretch it out yeah. as much as you want yeah, and just make more, make more space. There's so many veins in the, in the skin. It veins. makes you wonder, does, if you shoot a needle straight into the vein, 
like that. Does it put ink in your in your bloodstream? Don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. Can you get tattooed on the inside? Could you have somebody cut a oh. flap of flesh? Yeah. Peel it back, tattoo under the skin. Put that back down, sew that up. Oh, like one of those spot books. Yeah. <laughs> Where's spot? <laughs> Lift up the flap. There he is. Well, you have to, like, it would heal back over. So oh. if you want to lift up that flap, you're going to have to, like, flap. cut it open. It's like a trap door, but you got to use a knife every yeah. time you want to get into it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's cool. Something's got some stakes, you know? Stakes. Love anything that's got some stakes. Yeah. Loves me some stakes. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, did we have a sketch for Tabitha well, Do you think... Premonition tattoos is a yeah, sketch? Yeah, I think absolutely. I mean, it's the guy who lives his, who, who gets his body tattooed yeah. and then lives his life according to mm. the tattoos on his body. Maybe he gets random people to do it. I mean, this feels like something somebody on the internet would do. Probably. S- 17 people recommended tattoos for me. I got them and then I'm going to live my life according to Go these and tattoos. And do all of those actual things. Yeah. Based on that. I'm going to give these tattoos meaning. Mm, mm. Because you make, well, you make, you know, it's like Bob Dylan said in that documentary I haven't seen, mm-hmm. you know. You don't um, find yourself. You don't find yourself. You build yourself. Yeah, you yeah, make you, yourself, you create yourself. Yeah. Or whatever it was that he said. Something like that. Yeah, the words, it, words to that. But it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting one. Thank you, Tabitha, for those words. Thank you, Tabitha. Ever so much. Yes. And sorry, everyone, that I stuffed up the numbering of these episodes recently. I'm going to fix it all. Yeah, this is online. technically 191. 191. This is episode 191. And uh, in general, um, things are good. I love generals. You tell me the sketches that sketches are Okay, we got Personhood Shell, Shell Company. That's you breaking up with people, but not you're not actually breaking up because you... No. They're still in a relationship still in a re- with, with the Shell Company and mm-hmm. you're going to get a replacement for them. I don't know if you're... Res- if you're responsible for, you know, the hiring or whatever, I guess you, you know, maybe you're overseeing it, maybe you're a shareholder. Who I knows? Know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, like if say, say you have a company, right? And you're the only person employed in the company. Can you leave the company without, like, and say the company has responsibilities? Can you just leave the company without having to actually do anything for the company, like to to make sure that it continues, like without finding a replacement? I think you can just give it to somebody or sell it to somebody for a dollar. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And so then they're, then they're suddenly these person, let's say you just sell it to some person. Mm. And they're in a relationship. And then with, they're in a relationship with the shell company. That feels owner. nasty. Yeah, but then they can still decide that they can break up with that shell company. Sure. You know, if they don't like the new staff. Yeah, okay. You know, like a cafe They're no you longer going to gonna do business. Yeah, no longer going to do business with that mm. That's pooping business. on them. Pooping yeah. <laughs> on them, yeah. Because that was a big part of the relationship. Yeah, well, you know. Depends. That's what they were. That's what they were claiming. Mm-hmm. So uh, then we got the polygamy facilitated facilitated by Shell Company. That's when mm-hmm. you allow your, you know, you you want to get married to multiple people. Mm. Well, I don't think this one had to be about polygamy. I know it didn't have to be. I know, but you know, but, at, but, at, the, at the moment it's written up like that. That's what it's about. But you know, within it contains the idea that uh, two people can become one person by joining. In some kind of incorporated yes. sort of thing, yes, a shell incorporated, company, and that's allows thing. you to some to, sort of to to be polygamous. And you know, you could you could be two people, you yes, say you and your your best man friend, and then you could want to be in a polygamous relationship both with each other and two other people. Mm. Well, you get you two get incorporated, and then those two get incorporated. Mm. 
And then you're two shell companies who are together, and then you're having some four-way. And then, but also, say you want to be in, a, in two different relationships at once. Nothing to say you can't have two jobs. You can't be an employee of some different company that's in a, a relationship with someone else. Mm-hmm. And it's all legal. It's they all got legal. nothing on you. This is just if, you know... It's all under the corporation we've only, law. We've only got this in case you wanted to do marriage. Legal marriage. Mm. Between two Imagine. corporations, which is allowed. Yes. Uh, then we've got improcracy. Im- this is the improcracy. Yeah. And this is the people who are having some financial this trouble. This is an OI. Yeah, it's an OI. Is that... Outside idea. Oh, outside Olympics. It's funny because you said that because... Yeah. Outside. Improv Olympics. Yeah, Improv it, Olympics. Yeah. Is an IO. IO. And well, so it's sort of like a, an IOOI. Mm. Basically, an impro troupe go from committing heists to save their theater company to, uh, you know, running, running the world, running the country, running the world. Then we got the locust suit, which mm. is a suit that you know these are suits that we sell from our company that allow you to be in other places while you're still where mm. you are. Mm. Just look like regular clothes, but underneath there's lots going on. Mm-hmm. Sahara, deep sea, mm-hmm. um, uh, grandma's house. Arbore- arboreum. Yeah, so it's like being inside an arboretum. Like yeah. being inside a tr- essentially a tree museum. Yeah. A tr- um, how beautiful that would be. Loose bark, uh, leaves. Mm. Took all the trees, put them in a tree museum. Joni mm. Mitchell said it best when she was describing what a beautiful place wait, to be. Wait, did, wait, wait. Is that her song? I think originally it's Joni Mitchell. Oh, right. Okay. And then Counting Crows did a cover. I was, that's funny because I was going to be like, Joni Mitchell, did she do some Counting Crows songs? But I'm a real idiot, aren't I? You're a real idiot. I got a tree. Put him in a tree, museum. Is that her? Does yeah, that like that's her? It. Then we got the I could be in your eyes forever. Mm. This is um, getting welded to your lover, essentially. Yeah, looking into each other's eyes and then you break up. Well, then, well, eventually, like, you realize, you know, but you're not just looking into each other's eyes constantly through these glasses. You're also in each other's, always touching you. I could be with you forever. You know, mm. you're, you're connected through everything. Maybe that's even with... so interesting, isn't it? You think so? Yeah, no, I do. Actually. It's like it's like, I do. Yeah. and then and then I, I I think it's really interesting to think what it would be like to try and live a life outside of that, and I wonder like once you've got all that stuff welded to you, how you would break because because whether that stuff would fade into the background, you'd be able to ignore it. I don't know if you could, and I wonder if maybe you could use some deep brain stimulation, mm. just to try and interrupt the signals that are coming from your lover. And give yeah. you some independence. You could just break your glasses at the at the center pit mm. and so just peel them peel over, like them cracking back. a rib cage. Yeah, and just sort of like or cut them off. Yeah, cut them off. Yeah, I'd probably just cut them off yeah, or get, drill a get hole them or something. Surgically yeah. removed to be a huge. Oh, just have them removed. To just be like a huge industry and sort of unwelding metal mm. from your skin and things like that, and you'd have all these kind of red marks from yeah. where. And you go whatever. It's, it's no different than getting divorced. Mm. Part of it's those. a slightly stronger commitment than, than marriage, isn't it? It is, which is basically meaningless these days. Mm. I don't feel that difference since getting married. I mean, I do say to my wife now, I do go, you know, you're trapped. <laughs> do you say it when she's awake or do you just sort of whisper it? <laughs> I want her to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Then we have... Alistair, you should be saying we're trapped. We're trapped. I know. Yeah. I know I should. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, honey. Um, 
Then, look, I've written down tech entrepreneurs are the new genies. Oh, I'm glad you wrote that down because that's interesting, isn't it? It's a fun idea. Yeah, you know? they can if you, do anything. If you find one on a beach and you rub it, mm. then you could get, you know, if you met, who are those guys who are like Australia's young tech billionaires? Atlassian. Atlassian. If you met them, I always think about them and going to them and going, hey, can you give us money for a sketch show? <laughs> and I think that's how you get a billion dollars. It's by giving people the money for sketch shows. Well, you you know what I'm saying? Look after the pennies and the pounds will look after themselves. There's a second part I know, of that once you where get... they say, but don't be afraid to invest in a couple of sketch shows. But once you get a billion. That's true. You, know, you tick over it. You'll just get that money and meaning. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, there's no reason for Bill Gates to have 90 billion. I actually don't know how much a billion dollars is. Is a billion dollars a thousand million? Yeah, a thousand million. So when people talk about a billionaire, they've got a thousand million. And Jeff Bezos, who's got over a hundred billion dollars, he's got over a hundred thousand million dollars. Yeah. It's a lot. That's why he's creating space travel and stuff. Yeah. And that thousand, ten thousand year clock. It is a, it is a lot because, like, like, because that is genuinely like, what do you actually do with this money territory? Yeah, I mean, once once you get to one billion, I think you're already there. I think even once you get to two hundred million, you're kind of there. No, no, I got, I got, I got it. I, each each one of those first two hundred million is earmarked for me. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm sure you can find things to do, but a lot of that money's going to be spent on giving ears to uh, to all the all the money. Yeah, it's not yeah. easy. I'm if if I get two hundred million, the first two hundred million that I make, I will it will be. I will spend it giving new ears to deaf people. So nice. Yeah. Wear on the chest or like on the Wherever back or they something. Want. Wherever they want. You each, can have an ear. Each they deaf have, person get, gets one new ear. No, I think I think I think heaps heaps they can have as many ears as they want. Sure. I think right. that's real nice. Why not? Right. I'll find a place that can mass produce. Are there any countries that have flesh. money that isn't a rectangle? Like 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 mm. notes that aren't a rectangle, like set circles that you could throw, like a frisbee. Circles or like even like the shape of a head or something like that. Mm, right? That's a good like, idea. Like like we got the queen's face on the money. What if the money was just the shape of the queen's face? Or if it was a mask. A mask. You, you know, could and then you could swap you. them into each other like that, but yeah. or you could wear it on your face, like you just yeah. as a sign of wealth. Mm -hmm. A real money. status symbol. Yeah. Yeah. I think if they make a billion dollar note ever, mm. it should be just the like it should be a face. George Washington's face with eye holes in the eyes. That's good. Donald Trump. Donald well, he Trump should be on the money current. soon. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if he can instruct the mint to sort of produce bills with That's his really own face. It's really interesting. I wonder how that would. That would ha how that would how that would. I'm sure he'd love it. Hmm. I think he. I mean, he's better to do, do it fast because I think if he. You think he's um, got limited time frame to pull off those kinds of Look. things. When it comes to my belief in the American people, I do have a slight feeling that Trump may be around for another four years. So, <laughs> so just in the way that things have always kind of gone, well, people always kind of tend to go, look, this isn't great, but it could just be, you know, beginners faltering. And so I think that there's a chance that he may be in for another term. I don't, but it's, I don't think it's even people saying this is beginners faltering. I think it's people saying this is good. Sure. I wasn't, I wasn't even saying that seriously. Yeah. Yeah. But I just know that 
my expectation that things won't last long. And by the way, the, the person who gave us a review recently who said that we were being a bit too political sometimes, but not too much. Yeah. They're going to hate this bit. Oh, it's so political. Yeah. Sometimes we get so political. I know. In the next, the, the last sketch idea was premonition tattoos. So somebody who gets Didn't a bunch of tattoos. Did you say that? Did I? Yeah, well, we did it already at the end before. That was so recent. That's the problem with the whole structure of this podcast. You know what? Like the ones that we do at the end of the podcast, we read them out again straight away, basically. Yeah. And we got to pat it out with some political talk just to get a bit of a gap between when we come up with the idea and when we tell you it again and then try and come up with something more for it. But you wouldn't be surprised if Trump got back in, would you? No. No. Honestly, uh, like... I'm just not allowing like, myself to be surprised. The anymore. most recent Australian election, I will admit that I, uh, I, after the whole time being like, I'm not going to allow myself to get ahead of myself and think that anyone progressive will get in. Mm. And then like the morning of the election, I did say to my wife, who I love, um, it'll be good to be rid of these people. Yeah. And then they won. And, and after that, yeah. I'm now only going to expect, expect the worst possible outcome from everything that happens. Yeah. See, and, and that's um, good. I think that's good. Yeah, the, you I know, think, it's, a, it's a good dose of realism. Yeah, yeah, because that is what's real. Disappointment. Well, what's real is what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? And You're what's happening something. is disappointing. Reality. It's what's happening. This is if, if I were to come up with a slow like a like a byline for yeah. reality, it's, I'd say, it's, it's what's, what's happening. happening. <laughs> I think it's a great t shirt. I think I think in the future when when you're gonna be able to, you know, descend into a virtual reality so easily and live your entire life in one. I think yeah. reality itself, the the alpha reality, mm. the real reality is going to need people to market it. Just like, like people say, like, why is there an egg marketing board? Why are there people who say, like, eat egg? Why do we need people to tell us to eat eggs? Yeah. Right? That's what we're going to be saying about reality. Right? Why do you need people to tell you to go and spend time in reality? Well, the fact is, people aren't eating eggs and people aren't spending time in reality. People aren't eating eggs because they're not spending time in reality. Exactly, which is where eggs are relevant, right? They're eating, uh, they're eating space waffles or whatever. But right? yeah, fake space waffles with... with uh, sort of like synthesized vitamins that are coming in through a vein tube. Sure, and they're experiencing a greater joy than anyone on our plane of existence well, has ever they, known. It's because they, they managed to synthesize endorphins. It's because they met a tech billionaire on the beach. They rubbed one. They rubbed one correctly, right? But in, but I think reality, the, the base reality, mm -hmm. is going to need... At some point, we're going to have to sell it to people. We're going to have to make it seem cool, right? Yeah. And reality, it's what's happening, is going to be our slogan. It's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a... I mean, look, I think we should call the episode 191 Reality. It's what's happening. All right. I'll try and remember that, as I do every time we come up with a title for the podcast, and then I'll forget. But let's make it happen, Alistair. Yeah, and you know what there's going to be a big influx of? When, um, when we're all sort of mostly in virtual reality things. Mm. Oh, are we going to be living in pink goop? No, no, not pink goop yet. 
we're gonna still be outside of the pink goop because once mm. we get the pink goop, we'll probably be like maybe in sealed things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that will protect us from the people who go around and just fondle our bodies while we're in alternate realities. Oh no, pervs! So there's gonna be a bunch of pervs. It's gonna be. Yeah. This is when there's gonna be a lot of that analog digital kind of f flip over in the mm. transition period. A lot of pervs are gonna be squeezing. It's gonna be the a bodies. golden age of pervs. Right. Well, they're gonna like yeah. It's gonna be a a good time for them to be able to essentially pinch and fondle almost any type of body they want. That's really interesting, isn't it? Like that maybe the only people who bother to stay in the real reality are gonna be pervs. Yeah, peeping toms, and and uh, fondlers, mm. and um, gropers. I wonder if the peeping toms will stay because I think peeping toms for them probably part of it is the possibility that they'll get caught. Oh. But if ever, maybe they'll get they're worried they'll get caught by a perv. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what are you yeah. peeping over there? <laughs> that would be the worst, yeah, because they would really recognize. You know, I think a, I think a perv recognizes a peeper. Mm. You know, do you think that there'll be sort of second level pervs? Or peepers. Yeah. Who are the sort of... The, the peepers who they get off on peeping on a, on a perv, mm. fondling a person in virtual reality. Yeah, although that'll be a new, a very big, rich subculture. Of, yeah, uh, of it's quite peeper. exciting, isn't it? Like, like um, once the dominant per culture becomes pervs... Yeah, perv peepers. Mm, perv peepers. Yeah, so then suddenly they're, they're like those little fish that follow sharks. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, I think we should wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast too in the Think Tank. That is what this podcast is. And we've drunk three beers each during the course of this. And I think the fact that our tolerance is down is showing. Yeah. Our tolerance? Our tolerance for alcohol. Oh, I didn't know our tolerance was down. Oh, I think mine definitely is. Yeah, look, mine is. I've been really healthy for the last two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> and my tolerance has crashed. Tolerance has really crashed. Um, but um, and it, it feels like we were wrapping up there for at least 20, 30 minutes. That's, yeah. That's what this is. You know the format you by now. You know the format. It's, it's, we're wrapping up for 20, 30 yeah, minutes. Yeah, there's a lot of wrap-up. Mm. And um, We thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've heard. But you can find us on the internet. You can find us on the internet on at Twitter on, at Two in Tank. I'm at Stupid Old Andy, and I'm at Alistair TB. This is a sketch idea. Yeah. This isn't a sketch idea. Tell me. But this is an observation. Yeah. I think I have every time I dry myself out of the get after I get out of the shower. Yeah. I realized I think I dry myself in exactly the same order every single time. My wife does that. Your wife does that. Yeah. But you don't? She has a system. I don't have a system. Well, I didn't, I didn't think I had a system. And then very recently, I was like, oh, I do it exactly the same way every single time. I reckon you probably do as well, you Alistair. Think so? You just haven't realized. Really, like, start paying I don't wanna, attention. I don't want to be bored, though. I don't want to be bored by realizing. Oh, I want to be bored. Yeah? That's why I do it the way I do it. It's because <laughs> of my want for boredom. No, that is actually a thing I have. I do want boredom. Yeah? Yeah, I do. Like it is comforting, I think, to be in something comforting. that you know. Yeah. But I, but I, I don't think it's even a question of, of, of boredom. It's, it's a question of it is an absolute autopilot. It's, at some point, probably like in my early... What's, what's pre-teens? What oh, do you call that? Nine. 
Yeah, but like, what do you call, like? Preteen. Like, what do you call somebody who's preteen? There's that word. There's that word that they have for like sleens or slukens or tweens. Tweens. But no, but even pre-tween. Oh. Right, because tween is eleven, twelve. Well, then it's just childhood. Just Child. it, childhood. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and that I would have settled on my on on my. Oh, I think I think we should do an analysis. Someone should do an analysis to work out when it is that that solidifies yeah. your post-shower drying, like structure routine. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'd be interested in. You're denying the existence of this entire premise. Anyway, we're supposed to be finishing the podcast. This is, this is very much the podcast is absolutely over. Yeah, no, it's over. And so if you're still listening, you're actually intruding on our private <laughs> conversation. And that's not okay. Yeah. And we love, love you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's, it's up to you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.